Welcome to Midnight Monsters. I am your host, Spooky Boo. Every Sunday I bring to you true tales of the paranormal, and sometimes I even have guests. During the last half hour of the show, you can call in to ask your questions, or even tell your stories at 516-453-9399. Find out more at www.midnightmonstersradio.com. Now let's begin. Hey, it's Spooky Boo. So, I'm going to run a little test here because supposedly, well, not supposedly, but last week I had an issue with the recording and it didn't show up, which is why we did not do last week's show. So, this week I'm going to test it out right now and and see if it's going on because... Oh my gosh, I was so embarrassed. So, Lost oh. Radio. So, I know this is all kind of new. I haven't done this too often. <laughs> so, today, tonight, we are going to talk about alien abductions. Yes, we are. We're going to talk about Alien abductions and UFOs and all that jazz. If you're listening, if you're not, then I'm sorry. It must be really boring. And if you hear that humming in the background, that is my heater. I am freezing my bum off. I really am. Okay. So hopefully this is recording. It didn't let me test the mic, but my system says it's recording. Of course, so it it did last week too, so... I don't know. Anyway. So have you ever been abducted by aliens? If you think you've been abducted by aliens or you know somebody who has, call in at 516-453-9399. Yes. (laughs) I don't advertise this show, so there's not a lot of people waiting in line to call. But eventually, after we get a few rounds and months of the show being online, I'm hoping that people will log in on Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Pacific, midnight Eastern, that we are recording and they will call in and leave their stories per the episodes. You can also email your story in to me about any kind of paranormal event in your life from ghosts, aliens, witches, demons, whatever haunts you. And I will read it on the air. Or if you call 707-SPOOKY-BOO-22, that's 707-776-6592, and leave a message of up to three minutes of what happened to you. That's how the show works. Okay? And it gets played on Spotify, iTunes, well, Apple Podcasts, the show itself, my website, minnowmonstersradio.com, and a whole lot of other places. So if you want to remain anonymous, that is fine. Tonight we're going to talk about alien abductions, abducted by aliens, UFO, UFOs, unidentified flying objects, aliens, set of reticuli, and all that jazz. So I got a couple of stories for you. So these stories are about people who have been abducted by aliens or people who think they have been abducted by aliens. 
And one of those people has an alien, had an alien friend when he was a little boy. His alien friend was named Dedida. And Dedida used to show up in the kid's closet, take him up in his spaceship, and do stuff. Like, he said that Dedida didn't really hurt him, but he would hurt the people that were there. And he was scared of Dedida. He would tell these stories when he was about five or six years old, I think. I think the story started when the kid was about three. And he would say, Dee Dee Dog would take him up in his closet. Now, how they found out about this was they were watching the X-Files. And a picture of, well, let's see, how did this go? I think the kid was riding his his um, big wheel. You know, big wheel is those, those tricycle things that are on the ground and they're you spin around and you slam on the brakes and they skid and they do all kinds of fun things. They're little kids' toys. So I always wanted one, but we didn't have a place to ride the big wheel, really. So I got a horse instead. Anyway, <laughs> so um, he was riding his big wheel saying, dee-da, dee-da, dee-da. And his mom says, what is dee-da? Is that a song? You know, and I'm a friend. He says, no. Dee-dee-da takes me up, <laughs> comes into my room at night, takes me up in the closet in my spaceship, in his spaceship. And the mom's like, what? So, same house. In the backyard, there was some really long grass, weeds and grass. And... <laughs> It was too rocky to go back there and walk around. It was not lawn material. It was not play area. It was like a backyard full of rocks and weeds. So what happened is that one morning, the mom woke up and she went outside. There were two or three sliding glass windows. And the mom wakes up and walks outside and she sees round circles in the weeds. Totally flat grass. Round circles in the weeds, like something had been laying down back there. Now, could have been anything. Could have been an animal laying right there. But it was in a perfectly symmetrical round circle. And it happened a couple days in a row. In this same area that the kid says that Dee Dee Dog takes him up in the closet. And then a little while later, was that before... I'm trying to remember the story here. Before what happened, actually, oh, oh, oh. Before that happened, one night, they lived in a different house in a different city. One night, it was really super foggy. And it was really cold. And the mom was walking around the house, and she thought the furnace was on. Because there was a loud hum. And she went outside to look to make sure to see what the hum was, you know, see if everything was good. It was too foggy to see anything. And then 
suddenly the furnace turns on. So there was this weird electrostatic hum above the house. She looked outside. She couldn't see anything because there's fog everywhere. Her son never wanted to go to sleep. He would always sleep in her room. He'd run in there, and I'm not sleeping alone because the Dee Dee dog's going to get me. And then one day, they were driving, and it was totally, it wasn't dark yet, but they were kind of driving in a mountain area, mountainous area, and it was really dark around where the mountain is, and then if you look over the trees, you can see that the sun was still setting. So it was really dark where they were, and he says, I don't want to be here. This is like where DDDOP brings me. <laughs> oh, so one day they're walking through the through the movie place, the rental place. This is back when they had before. Was it before DVDs? Oh, they were at a movie place. I don't know if it was DVDs or tapes. And they were walking through the store, and suddenly. He says, oh, that's Dee And she looks, and it's the communion box from, who is that, Wesley Strieber, I think. And there's a picture of your typical the, the white-faced alien with the big, giant eyes. And he says, that's Dee I want to leave. So they left. And then he saw that same face on X-Files and said, Yes, on X Files. Oh, it's just bizarre, bizarre stories that came out of that whole thing. And the kid actually has a white spot on his head where there's a gray patch of hair that grows in on the back of his head. It's really creepy. And um, so, a few years later, the next kid was born. He had a little brother. And a year or two, I don't know, I think the little brother was about a year old. He's standing in his crib. And the mom's walking through the house, and you could see her shadow. He's supposed to be sleeping. He's not sleeping. He's standing in the crib, bouncing up and down. And you hear him yelling, Beba, 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 that's Beba. And look in, he's about, he's like a year and a half, I guess. And they look in the hallway, and you could see the mom's shadow, and the mom was like, really? The shadow was really tall and alien-looking. And he's like, Beba, that's Beba, like that. <sighs> and you say, who's Beba? And you say, monster. So what else happened? I'm trying to remember all these things. Oh, one time when the mom was asleep, she remembers that she was sleeping and the boys had crawled into bed with her. And she had to get up at like 6 in the morning and go to work. And it wasn't quite time to get up. She was kind of half awake and half asleep. And she sees two arms stretch out to the kids. And she puts her arms around the boys and says, They're mine. You can't have them. You can't take them. She has her arms around the kids. You can't have them. You can't take them. And she said there were two arms stretched out toward her. She doesn't know if she was dreaming. She's sure she wasn't dreaming because she was half awake getting, thinking she had to get up and go to work. She didn't go to work that day, by the way, after that. 
Uh, let's see. There was another story about their grandmother's attic and them seeing one of the kids seeing something white with dark eyes in the attic. Just really creepy, off-the-wall, freaky stories. And people have taken them up in the spaceship. I don't think they've had any experiences like that for a long time, though. They moved into a bigger city area where there's no issues like that. So those are really creepy. So if you've ever had anything like that happen to you, call 516-453-9399 and give me a call. I'll be right back. Hey, it's Spooky Boo. I know we all love true ghost stories, but right now I'll tell you that I love writing horror fiction as well. You can find all of my horror fiction that I've written on my podcast, Spooky Boo Scary Storytimes, The Terrifying Tales of Sandcastle, where life in the quiet coastal town of Northern California begins its century of frightening events in this already disquieting city that attracts evil from beyond. Check it out at www.scarystorytime.com and subscribe with your favorite podcast platform such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and others. You can also get Spooky Boo and Midnight Monsters merchandise at www.scarystorytime.com. Now back to Midnight Monsters. Remember to tune in every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Pacific or... Midnight Eastern. Hey, it's Spooky Bill. So, I'm back, and um, yes, I write fiction horror stories, and I have a podcast called Sandcastle. So you can listen to that if you like um, people like Stephen King or Dean Koontz, two of my favorites, or other horror authors. I don't tell their stories. I write my own, and I tell them on that channel, that podcast. Um, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other podcast platforms. I do put them on YouTube eventually, but I do that later, so it hits the podcast first. So if you want to hear them right away when they come out, subscribe on a podcast. So, alien abductions and UFOs. Now, I've seen something kind of creepy. While I was camping with my best friend, I think we were around 11, 12 years old. And they had a cabin out by Shasta, I think. It was at least out in the woods. It was up in that area. And we were in either her dad's truck or her brother's truck. We were in the bed of the truck in our sleeping bags. And we both woke up at the same time. And I was staring off in the distance. And I said, hey, do you see that? And she looks, and she looks. She's like, what? I'm like, look at that red ball. There was a red ball in the sky. It wasn't going in a straight line or anything. It was kind of bouncing up and down. It was a red dot, like a light, all the way off in the mountains. Because you could see the mountains that were bigger than that mountain. And they were way out in the horizon. And you'd see this red dot. And it wasn't like a light. It wasn't like a car light. It was up above the mountains. It was in the sky above the mountains. It was just flying around. So that's one creepy event that happened to me. 
I've never really seen anything in the sky. I look. Not all the time because I'm really allergic to cold weather. So by the time it gets dark out here in California, it's actually pretty cold out here. Um, this summer, I'm going to get one of those those lawn chairs and go out there and just sit outside and look. But I've never really seen anything. My friend said that he saw a a diamond-shaped ship. I think it was a diamond shape. Maybe it was a, a like a triangular shape. Hover over him and hover over where he was standing. It just flew over and it stopped and it hovered over him for a few minutes and then it disappeared. See, this was back before cell phones or he would have recorded it. Of course, if I had my cell phone with me and something like that happened, it would take me five minutes to find the camera and the the photo or the, the video and take me that long to grab it and get it in focus. And by the time I did all that, it would be gone. That happens to me when there's animals. Except for last night, I caught a really cute raccoon on my video. He was up in the tree. The cat chased him up there, and I was taking pictures galore. He was not happy. Oh, let's see. I know that heater is probably annoying, isn't it? I don't care. I'm sorry. I'm freezing. So what else? I don't know if you remember this. Years ago, in Phoenix, Arizona... Now, some people say they solved it, but I still hear people talking about it. So in Phoenix, Arizona, there was a group of lights in a circular, not a circular pattern, but kind of an arc. They were even. It looked like they were part of, honestly, I mean, when I looked at it, it looked like it was a giant ship. You couldn't see through it. It was completely dark. You couldn't see any stars or anything through it. But you could see, I think it was 12 lights in an arc. Oh, that reminds me of something else I'll bring up after. There were 12 lights in an arc. And a lot of weird things happened that night. Other people kept, people kept calling in reports of strange objects in the sky one person called in a triangular ship. Another person called in the Ark. Half of Phoenix, Arizona, I think, called in the Ark. And people were watching it. Now, they say they were weather balloons. Of course, this is also in the Arizona area. So then if you go north a little bit, you have Las Vegas. And then you have a couple of, oh, not Las Vegas, but you have um, Area 51. And you have a couple of other places in California and Arizona that are military bases. So you never know what's going on out there. But they said that they saw the Phoenix Lights. They're called the Phoenix Lights if you search on it. And nobody, there's no explanation. I mean, there are explanations. People say they're weather balloons. Some people say there's a storm. Nothing really that panned out that I know of. If you know of anything, let me know. So, then, one night I'm driving home from where I worked in San Jose to, I think I was living at Napa at the time, somewhere up there. And to my right, over the mountain, 
okay, to the east, because I'm going north, so the mountains are east. I was I was working in San Jose, so I don't know. I think I was maybe around Fremont area, maybe. Right to my right, I see something rise straight up into the sky. At first, I thought it was an airplane because, you know, you think an airplane's going to come, but you, you'd think you're going to see an airplane. But it was really super close. And it rose up straight up in the air. And it had lights across, like wings. That's why I thought it was an airplane, because it had lights across it with wings. But they were too close and too bright. And there was nowhere for that plane. I mean, it wasn't close enough to San Jose to where it was going to come down to the airport. We were closer up somewhere else in a different direction. And it was just the weirdest thing. And it's not like I can stop. I'm going, you know, 70 miles up 101 or 880, 680, probably 680 at that point. 280, I don't know. We have a million freeways out here. It was probably 680 at that point. And it just went shoop, up, straight up. And then I couldn't stop because I'm going, you know, 70 miles an hour down the highway. And it was gone. Just boop, like that. It was the weirdest thing. And it wasn't lights on the side of a mountain. It wasn't, I mean, it could have been an airplane, but the way it looked, it wasn't an airplane. So I've seen things like that. Usually it ends up being an airplane because I do look. You know, one time I was staring at something in the sky going, what is that? Because it looked like it kept disappearing. But it was the sun playing with the um, reflection on the plane. So you got to be really careful if you're looking up in the sky and report anything like that because most of the time ends up being an airplane or a weather balloon or a blimp. So, and most, I, I would think that most of the videos out there are fake. In fact, I mean, when you look on Facebook and people say, look at this. 99% of the time, they're from a movie that they have copied. These days, you can't believe anything anymore. At least in the past, you looked at it, and if it looked fake, it was like, yeah, that's probably fake, you know. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you remember this idea on the Brady Bunch. One of the kids took a sheet outside, and they, <laughs> I think it was the Brady Bunch. They made it look like a little green or red UFO <laughs> flying on the sheet next to the sister's window, and she's freaking out. <laughs> Don't you love siblings? They're wonderful, wonderful creatures. So most of the time, it's going to be something fake or something that you recognize and just looks different at the angle it's at. I don't think I've had any other experiences. I've heard other people tell their strange UFO stories, like they've seen stuff. And then you see, gosh, recently, I don't know, I might be able to call this up here. Let's see if I saved it. Sometimes I go to the Midnight Monsters group and I post links. And I don't know if I did that here. Community. So you go to Facebook, search Midnight Monsters, and you'll see the Midnight Monsters group where it'll have, here it is, um, I'll post articles in there every once in a while. 
All right. So the Sun, a news UK company. I don't know if that is a. I don't think it's satire or anything like that. It could be something close to what the Inquirer is. I'm not sure. But I found it on the Dredge Report, and he won't post. I know a lot of you probably hate the Dredge Report. I've been I've been looking at the Dredge. Oh, it canceled that on me. I've been I've been reading the Dredge Report since I don't know the 90s, and it's not. You know, people say, oh, it's just a conservative blah blah. They don't like him because he broke the news story with Clinton and um, what's her face, Monica. But he does post both sides of the stories, and he does post stuff on both sides. I mean, you see it right now. He's not shy. He's all over what's going on with Trump at the moment, and he's, you know, he just goes ahead and posts it. He's he's not biased. He just finds a lot more news out there, to usually on one side versus the other. And he posts both of them, but, you know... Because he, I think he's a Republican, and because he is, they say, oh, he's just a bias. And he, he's not. He he posts both sides. But if people just don't go there and read it, they don't know. They just say bad things. So let's look here. Okay. Stunning admission. Pentagon admits it has been testing wreckage from UFO crashes and findings. May change our lives forever, experts says. This was on February 13, 2021. 6.45 Eastern, this is in the Sun U.S., so it's the United States version of the Sun. The Pentagon has admitted to holding and testing wreckage from UFO crashes and a bombshell freedom of information letter shared with the Sun. Researcher Anthony Bregalia wrote to the Defense Intelligence Agency, DIA, I've personally never heard of that, requesting details of all UFO material which they hold and result in any tests of they had been carrying out on that is a horrible sentence structure itch it says add on itch I'm like, what <laughs> he wrote this could include physical debris recovered by the personnel of the department of defense's residue flotsam shot off material or crash material from uaps unidentified aerial phenomenon or unidentified flying objects in the response shared with the Sun, the DIA released 154 pages of test results that includes reports on a mysterious memory metal called nitonol, that's N-I-T-I-N-O-L, which remembers its original shape when folded. Bregalia said it was a stunning admission from the U.S. government, and the documents reveal that some of the retrieved debris possesses extraordinary capabilities, including the potential to make things invisible or even slow down the speed of light. He told the Sun the Pentagon has admitted to holding and testing anomalous debris from UFOs. And then there is a request that you can read a couple of other different pages, yada, yada, yada. They have been able to learn some things about the materials of construction which hold tremendous promise as futuristic materials which will change our lives forever. He said he first made the request in 2017, which took Three years for the DIA to fulfill after it was revealed the Pentagon had been studying UFOs under the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, AATIP. The article mentioned that anomalous debris from the UFOs, now called UAPs, was being analyzed by a private defense contractor. Yeah, it just goes on. 
And these pictures are black and white. They look like weather balloons from the 50s or whenever that happened. But, oh yeah, that's a 1947 Roswell crash. That doesn't look like, I don't know. So anyway, is any of that real? I don't know. We've been looking at that stuff for years, questions, and nobody has any answers, and people always say they have answers, and then and then suddenly they'll find out the person was lying. So who knows anymore? I guess the only way we'll know is what we really don't want to happen. I mean, I don't want it to happen. Can you imagine the panic people would have if, some alien came over the earth and tried to take over. People would panic. They would freak out and panic because people are panicky. I think that was Men in Black. He got it totally right when he said, man is okay, but like a person is okay, but people, I can't remember his exact words, but people are like a scared herd. He said it differently, but you know what I mean? Exactly. When you get one person and you tell them something, that's fine. But when you have a whole group of people, they'll freak out. The majority of them will. So the day that happens, I want to be living out in the mountains somewhere or something because people are going to go insane. They're going to go berserk. They're not going to be cool about it. I'm serious. All right. So I'm just going to be on for a little bit longer. It's just going to be a short show tonight because I don't have a lot of material. I did not prepare, mainly because it's been a really strange week. And I didn't, I'm hoping this is recording. I really don't have a way to test it. Because it started the show right away and it didn't give me the option to test it. Because that was late. That was my fault. So 516-453-9399. You can call in your story. And remember, visit the website at www.midnightmonstersradio.com to find out what next week's show topic is about. Because I don't know yet. I'll probably do the ghost show. Again, that I tried to do because, oh, you know, the mic didn't work last week. The mic might not be working tonight. But we'll see. And you can call in at 516-453-9399 during the show, or you can call and leave a three-minute message at 707-776-6592, which is 707-SPOOKY-BOO-22, by the way. And you can leave a three-minute message on there, or you can... How am I requesting that people send their stories in now? There's a form on the website, aminonmonstersradio.com, and you can fill in the form and go there. So I was having people do comments on the page, but sometimes I don't come out with a page first, so it's hard for them to see the comments right away. I do it on Reddit, but I don't know. Maybe I will. I don't get a lot of correspondence on Reddit. So anyway, um, I'm going to play this commercial here for you real fast.
Maybe not. (laughs) Hey, it's Spooky Boo. Do you want to listen to creepy, scary stories at night before you go to bed? Check out the Creepypasta and True Scary Stories podcast and get podcast episodes Monday through Friday to listen to at night. Find out more at www.creepypastascarystories.com. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and other popular platforms. Remember, www.creepypastascarystories.com. So I'm back. Now remember that not all things you see are UFO phenomenon. For example, this one article that I shared on January 11th, Mystery light seen over Glasgow. Like something from War of the Worlds. And what it really ended up being... Well, okay, let me describe them for you. If you look at the picture, you have clouds, and then you see these lights coming down from the clouds in, in streaks, and they're glowing in different colors. I think they're glowing and uh, not scrolling now. It goes. They're like yellow and gray and white. Pointing down, but what it is, what it ended up being, light pillars, but they're formed by the reflection of light from small ice crystals suspended in the atmosphere, apparently a common occurrence in various locations across the world. So they weren't UFOs. You got to be really careful with what you see and what you're going to describe to people because those were not UFOs. I've seen a lot of really weird things and that people say that they find, but you know they're really, really convinced. Like conspiracy theories. That's how conspiracy theories start. People don't really research, or maybe they research too much and they look in the wrong places and they find information because conspiracy theories are so easy to create. You could take just about any topic on any person and go find a conspiracy theory on it and find the traces to it. Because it's not going to be real, but suddenly it makes all that kind of sense. I used to do this for fun. Okay. I used to to create a conspiracy theory and point from one person, usually political people, from one person to another to find the trail of this or that. And the trail is going to naturally be there because it always is. It's just, I forgot what the theory of that is called. But there's going to be a trail because it's going to exist. But the conspiracy theory doesn't actually exist. It's like when somebody says, oh, hey, they created this coronavirus in China because such and such owns part in a company in it when all it was is stocks because you know, part of the USA company. I don't know. They come up with the craziest conspiracy theories. And I don't know. What makes me really mad is when somebody gets a picture, like, for example, school shootings. And they go and they get these fake pictures of people, and they call them actors, and they put this stuff out there. And they say, oh, it didn't really happen. These are really actors. And it did really happen. And it's really sad that people 
like to say these things because it kind of trivializes what actually happened to people who died. And that's sad. Okay. What should piss you off is that somebody had actually done that and um, they weren't a decent human being. And somewhere around the line, around the line, they were taught that it was okay to treat people like that. That's what you should be angry about. And you can be angry about that, whether you're a lefty or a righty. You could be angry about that because that's not how a decent human being should behave no matter who they are. That's what you should be angry about because it's stupid to make conspiracy theories out of nothing if you're using them to share, to scare people. That is wrong. It's the wrong thing to do. So you see a lot of people doing that with UFOs. You see a lot of people doing that with alien abductions. So I don't know, unless you experience it for yourself, you don't really know if these things are really happening or not. You hear stories about people who are, you know, I mean, I've watched them on TV. I've watched movies about it. I've watched the movies like Fire in the Sky, which is supposedly based on a true story. But anybody can write something that's based on a true story, right? All they have to do is say, it's based on a true story. And it means nothing. So, I don't know about fire in the sky. I mean, there were, what, five or six guys camping, and and one of them disappears, and then ends up in a phone booth somewhere, I guess. And he had gone through, he had gone up into a spaceship, and they'd done these experiments on him, and all this weird stuff. He was held in like a little a honeycomb area that he broke out of and somehow he got back to the earth. I don't know. And they say that's a true story, but anybody could say things, something like that's a true story. There was something once where, I don't know if it was on USA or Nickelodeon or something, and said, oh, this is real events of a true story. Of This really happened. And they made it, they tried to make it sound like it really happened. They were recording it. And they made it look like it was a a real found footage thing. And they try to make you think that. But if you watch it, you look at it and you go, oh, that is an actor on this other show. That was really stupid. But people believe it. People believe that the stories that I tell are real. People believe that the creepy pasta, not the creepy pasta, well, they believe those too, but people believe Thunderman's real. People believe the stories that I write about Sandcastle. Sandcastle's completely fiction. Sandcastle's about a world, a paranormal world of vampires, werewolves, ghosts, demons, all kinds of things that get together. And cause havoc in a in a northern American fake town called Sandcastle. But I get comments from people saying, is this real? Did this really happen? And I say, no. This didn't really happen. Because they want to believe it happened. And I think, unfortunately, what's going on right now is that <laughs> we're living a nightmare. <laughs> 
we're living in our own little sci-fi nightmare right now with this COVID crap. And it really is. I mean, did you ever think that you would live and generations before have gone, gone through this with the Spanish flu, measles, mumps, anything like that? Different kinds of diseases have gone all through centuries. The plague. The plague's still out there, by the way. You know, squirrels carry it. I bet you didn't know that. Some squirrels carry fleas that carry the plague. Oh, hey. But people don't play with squirrels usually. I told somebody that. They didn't believe me. It's like, go research it. Squirrels carry the plague. Hey, we have squirrels outside. You never know. And then we have cats. Cats go outside to catch squirrels. The cats get fleas. That's why you have to deflee your pets. Not just for their own comfort, but because fleas carry diseases. They carry them from rats and they carry them from squirrels. And they get on your cats and then they can infect you with anything from the plague to tapeworm. Ew. Gross. Nasty. So, where was I going with that? I like to just drabble on. So anyway, I don't know. You just, you don't, you want to be careful. You want to understand, oh yeah, you want to understand that what we're going through right now, it happens every few decades. Personally, I think it's just the world's way of cleaning out the gutter. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way because the world doesn't really know what it thinks that is. It's just saying, There's too many people here, okay? I don't mean any disrespect by that. I don't say that anybody who has been affected is the gutter at all. But nature doesn't know the difference. Nature doesn't care. So somebody goes out and does something stupid, like eats a bat. Hello? You really going to go eat something that lives in a dark cave, only flies at night, and, and... Eats bugs. No. Gross. Don't do that. That's stupid. Look what happened. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But that's nature's way of of cleaning the population, I think. That's going to be an unpopular topic. Now people are going to get mad at me. You're so disrespectful. You're so insincere. I am not that at all, but I want you to take a serious look at what happened. And why do you think it happened? And why do you think it happens every hundred years, every century or so? Seriously, go back through all the years and see what happened and how these people died, especially in overpopulated areas when... People go deep into the forest, they start cutting down, you know, the jungles, and they start cutting down trees, and they release they release all kinds of viruses like Ebola and all kinds of other and bacteria and and it cleans out sections of humanity. And it's true, it happens. And maybe this time it just said, Okay, the whole world is too big. You guys need to to calm it down a little bit because, you know, I don't know. I'm not nature. But every 
century, something like this happens, and it just happened to do it in 2020, which is a weird number and a weird time. And, yeah. So, who controls that? Does God control that? Do aliens control that? Does nature control that? Do we control that because we do stupid things like eat bats? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, a lot of what happens around the world is from human stupidity. Anyway. So, I guess nobody's going to call tonight. Let's see if there's any calls. Ooh, I can't find my window. All right. No one's calling tonight. So, it's been about a half an hour, maybe, I think. So, I'm going to log off here. But... Next week, I don't know what the topic is going to be. I don't know if I'll do it next week or if I don't know what the topic is going to be. But next week, get ready to call 516-453-9399. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Pacific time on Sunday night. That is midnight Eastern. And that's why I call it Midnight Monsters because you call it midnight Eastern time. But just remember, my time, it is 9 p.m. Pacific. And that is all for tonight. Be sure to listen to the Tales of Sandcastle at www.scarystorytime.com and check that out. And I think that you'll enjoy it. I really do. I hope. If you do, buy some merchandise. Oh, by the way, I'm trying to save money for a tree that is dropping rather large branches on my property and I'm afraid it's going to hit my house or the neighbor's house so if you could please buy a t-shirt or a pillow or a cup or a spooky boo blanket or something off the merchandise site at www.scarystorytime.com slash merchandise then I can get that tree trimmed because they quoted me about a thousand bucks (laughs) I also want to buy t-shirts and give them away and and all kinds of fun stuff in the future. So hopefully if you're listening, um, I'll have contests. I can only ship to the U.S. I don't know if my dropship company will ship anywhere else. I'm sure they will. But I'll have a list of cities later on. And we'll have contests and all kinds of fun things. So maybe every night. Like the 10th caller contest or something next week. I don't know. I'll think of something. Don't take that verbatim right now. But I'll think of something next week. So anyway, you have a great evening. And I'm going to sign off now. Enjoy your evening. Bye-bye.